0: let the show begin so ladies and gentlemen we are so very close to sedona arizona as we are here on this ventureful trip and you know what forget that now we're going to talk about what this podcast is talking about let's get right into it so we are going to be discussing drum roll please hey 22 you remember what we're going to talk about yeah what is it?
1: Withdrawing and dropping out from college.
0: Uh, oh Wow. Thank you so much You're because welcome. you know what? I already had like a brain fart. Or maybe Did I'd you really? That. Maybe I planned it. Who I knows? think you
1: planned that. Okay.
0: <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that of dropping out from college, which is on my end, and that of withdrawing, which is down on 22's end. <clears throat> now, dropping out of college, what led to just saying, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore like gg no read I'll tell you this a lot of this had to do with honestly respecting and listening to myself I'll be so straightforward respecting and listening to myself I was going through my you know how did actually college ever begin you know how this is uses this skirt through most children's mind through high school and that's kind of what it did for me when I hit 12th grade college came to my beginning of that senior year there's a bit like okay yeah college is right around the corner but it's okay I don't have to worry about it because I still got the rest of this year to finish what I got to do and then I'll look into it later and so through the senior year it was something in which I never put too much focus on and you know what that granted and led me to right you want to take a guess
1: just going wherever
0: Pretty much, that's where the mindset kind of went. And so that's where I was led to. I followed that like, eh, what's up, what's good? Because after I graduated high school, that was like June, uh, early, early June, June 4th, June 5th, maybe June 20-something. I had two months to go pretty much before most of the children that had graduated that were about to begin college. And I had it like this, uh... Uh, 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 uh. So it's like, yeah, that's what my approach heading into college was at the moment. But then as I actually started to, you know, checking out, it was Ivy Techs at first, checking out their website, seeing the courses that were offered. It helped make things a bit clearer. So I'll tell you this. What I learned from that right away is instead of thinking so much about it, slowly approach with some of the more actionable, solid steps. Because as you do that, you'll be... Assisted in some format, and if you're not with wherever it is you're at, you can always ask questions, you know. But first and foremost, I find it to be the best thing for a situation such as to ask yourself, Do you want to go to college or not? <laughs> do you, that is listening to this podcast, if you're not in college yet, do you want to go in college to college or not? Because there are so many alternatives that I was not aware of at that present moment because nobody had, you know, ever led me that way. And that's something we'll get into in just a brief moment. So, I don't want to say too brief. But at that point, as I was browsing Ivy Tech's website, you know, I was kind of led to, felt drawn to general courses because I still had not had an exact pinpoint direction. But I was drawn to something because at that time, I thought of what do I happen to that's lift weights (laughs) I like to lift weights honestly that was what my affection my affection like where I could cure myself in a multitude of ways happened to happen at the gym and I also noticed while at the gym it was one of my badges of honor I'd say where I felt like people sometimes would you know really compliment me or ask for help with you know what it is I do that was still beginner stage and I always find it you're always a beginner and a master at any stage in life but let me be very generalized and logically structured beginner before I was probably my fourth year in still, so maybe intermediate intermediate is what I call it, the intermediate stage four years into lifting and it's like I knew a bit more than most people but not everyone so it's like I could help people with that and if I go to college with this mindset as well like you know maybe I want to learn how to be very accessible to the human vessel that would lead me to degrees that you know kind of revolve around such like exercise science I I think there might be another one like kinesiology unless that's just a class that amplifies exercise science in which I really do feel it is but exercise science is what I started to kind of push towards but first that that was a little later is more of the general courses so my first semester there Ivy Tech because after I began to look into it I realized I'm going to do it even though I wasn't sure if I wanted to or not I'm just going to do it so I did end up signing up for you know some Ivy Tech courses because I just had the feeling this is what I had to do and the feeling originated honestly from the perception of others the perception of what is normal and I accepted that with not too much thought to it because most people went to college my family had talked about it, not that they forced me, but it's the talk alone that amplify that feeling of okay, since they brought it up, I didn't really bring it up, but since they had brought it up, it's something that's like it's looked at as a check mark within life's check marks, like life's goals. Do you get what I mean? Do you want to put any emphasis on that? I'm
1: feeling like other people made you go to college Yeah, not made you, but like yeah,
0: influential. It wasn't exactly. so forceful, but yeah.
1: Uh, there's this gear up program that I went through in like the seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. So I had a complete opposite thing with the whole. You didn't start thinking about college until like two months into your senior year. I've been thinking about college since seventh and eighth grade. Jesus.
0: So that was already kind of thumb printed on like your yeah. forehead, like
1: if yeah. yeah. But Look I love learning to... too. Don't to me wrong. Oh yeah. So I thought it was definitely the move. Um, my senior valid. year came along, though, I didn't know what I wanted to study, uh-huh. and instead of taking general classes my first year, um, when I got accepted into Indiana University East, I was like, I'll do business, like, because I want to own my own business someday, you know, yes. but I didn't realize that you don't have to go to college for business in order to be a great business person. Ring, ring! Holy crap. So,
0: Did you guys just hear what she said? do not have to go to college to be a great business person there you go you do not need to go to college to put emphasis on what you are excited to do in life what you want to do to be of service to the world to help that of you yourself and more of you however it is you want to see it i tend to say i put a check mark on helping the world but you know actually you know what you do help the world when you better yourself, whatever it's like, you amp up the vibes and the vibes felt. so what the heck? But you don't need cods for it. And Lord, that's something I was not aware of to a large scale degree at that time. So let's go ahead and share it was Ivy Tech. First semester, general courses, because I also felt drawn to, I, I learned that you could get cheaper courses at Ivy Tech versus many other colleges, mm-hmm. considering it's a community college. It's one that's very, like...
1: I think they're starting... The president's going to pass something, I heard, that, that makes community college free.
0: You're serious? Yeah.
1: And so, actually, I think that would interest me into going back to college, just because, like I said before, I do love to learn. Yes. Um, but I think I'd study something more along the line of other religions.
0: That is, See, that is so valuable, because now people, if they have an open opportunity to choose what they want to, that would draw more people into, like, I want to put an emphasis... <laughs> emphasis on this part of my life they don't have to worry about the payments and with that being the case that can honestly do a lot for society amplify like our ability to want to learn to learn and to apply that learning to the rest of the world and make big major changes very fast heck something like that five years from now we could already be in living in a city something similar to uh, star trek or star wars and yeah, Star Wars, they show that other cities Five years may be speeding up pretty fast, but I'll tell you what. Lightning is pretty darn fast, all right? Sunlight is pretty fast. light body beings are very fast. So that's just for oh, Five years could totally be shifted on a grand scale. Yeah. so with the, what was that? Taking that of the general courses and everything, that's my approach to my first semester in Ivy Tech. It was the English, the math. I definitely avoided public speaking, because... I was not. Really?
1: Yeah. I did that.
0: I was I was fearful.
1: I was great at it. Like, I got to make PowerPoints on what I wanted. Like, I did a PowerPoint on numerology, and PowerPoint serious. on astrology, and I walked around kept eye contact. Like, I left the podium and yes. everything because I was so into it, like, and engrossed in what I was talking about that it made it that much easier. That just blows my mind because
0: you're putting an emphasis on you are doing what you enjoy. You see, sometimes, like, in class, it would be a PowerPoint presentation over something that was kind of like you've got to talk about the subject but you can pick something within the subject and it's not like I was always so interested in the subject but now if I go back over it I might be not nah, I might I would be like more like yeah I want to talk about um, aliens and how I learned that I was alien <laughs> because it'd be something in which it'd be my niche like I got it it's very cool and I think it's funny and it's pure truth I'm really like straight up, I'm an idiot, what's up, Joe? You know? Yeah. So, yes. There was the first semester of English, the math, the <laughs> computer applications. So, it was for uh, Microsoft. So, I learned how to use the basic outline of Microsoft Word, the PowerPoint. So, that was like, yeah, PowerPoint, Excel, and I think there might have been one other. That was actually very, very helpful. And you know what, I know the back of the brain, the unconscious part of the mind, still knows how to use those because, I don't want to say because, but I know that they're helpful. The, I mean, the internet technology is, I don't want to say necessarily taking over, but being a very, very big asset to the world. So we can almost say taking over, but I ain't going to say it like that. And it would be great to know how to use Microsoft so that you can adapt and share that what you know, what you want to know to the Cosmos. You know? <laughs> Do you know? So, yeah, there is that course as well. And I'm gonna say, there may have been one more in regards to the physical, like, well being, maybe. Maybe. Don't take me on it. I'm not too sure. So, I'm gonna go ahead and pass and say those three, those four courses. I think it was three. Is it English, Math, and Microsoft? I know there hadn't been another one. Alright, we'll go with those three for now anyways. So after completing those, you know, kind of doing my thing, I found it to be a very, I don't know, interesting mission with how that semester ended and how my next semester was about to consist of no longer Ivy Tech, but IUPY. And let me add this too, because I did not include this, but that English course, I never did end up passing. (laughs) It's really interesting, isn't it? Cause you Why? know what? I learned this. Online courses, you still have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now, in-person courses, like, I feel like you're more drawn to it because you are there. You're right. there. Online, it's like, okay, they're online. And I can do it when I want to. But if it doesn't necessarily. I don't
1: think me, if I've ever done an online course.
0: Yeah, it's it's different. There's just a release. And I mean, it could be a great thing too when you're very strict and you're placed on your schedule. Like, yeah. I want to stick to it but with that I didn't put much of an emphasis on them of my English I, I was just like eh, I'll do it here at the last very moment that I know it has to be finished so like some of the writing projects I done I want to say two of the four writing projects that's the reason I never did pass the class because I just didn't care too much but when I did end up doing that second writing assignment I did it within the last like two three days and I actually ended up getting a solid grade on it. I think it was a B plus. So I was like, wow. If I just tried to kind of maybe amp up my procrastination time just a bit more, and not amp it up, but have a descale it, right? I probably would have passed English without having to take it again. Because that's what happened when I went to, whatchamacallit, I-U-P-Y. Indiana University, Purdue University in Indianapolis, yes. The reason I definitely want to go here is because I had a few friends here, that's one. Two, they had that of a large scale, more of the courses I was drawn to. You know, I mentioned exercise science back then. They had more of that niche And I was very drawn to it. Three, God Lord, it was so very close. It is very close to that of where I live. It was like 10 minutes away. So it's like, well, if I had the ability to drive there and drive back with it not consuming much of my personal, I would call personal time, I'll do it. It's close. So I ended up taking that for my second semester, and I started off with a few of the, I think that's where the health and wellness began. I did a health and wellness course. I did that of a, I wanna say this is more of a, what I call it, a mental fortitude course. For those coming through college, how to kinda work with being able to mentally nurture yourself, kinda like a mini yoga holistic class, almost. Well, ways to just work with being calm, how to find your calmness. I can't find the exact course name, but it's something similar too. So you know the people that get through really stressful times in college and they don't necessarily have that of, uh, the allies or the outside help to help them. This class was one of which really assisted with like here are some of the things you can do for the, the human psychology and so on. It wasn't anything to do with human psychology, but now talking about it, I did take a course on anatomy and the psychology of the human vessel. And I do like stuff like that that's interesting. I like to learn the niches, the ins and outs, the humans. That's why I like to do a lot of inner self-discovery. So there's the mathematics. I uh, read English course that one course that was similar to Human Psychology, but wasn't, and then yes, one that is Human Anatomy and Psychology, that's four of them that I'm aware of. All of these courses being pretty darn awesome, and I think the fifth one happened to be one that was exercise science oriented, so to learn how you know, to actually use that of the elements within your body. So those five courses in that semester honestly rocked. It was cool, and I'll tell you this, even throughout that semester though, there wasn't only emphasis there for school. I still had a lot of it, a lot of it placed elsewhere and that was high into my personal exercise life and video gaming. Like video gaming was a very, honestly, it was probably, it was probably tied right next to exercise. Them two in unison together and then school would be second. The two being a first, school being a second. So it's like, I could have definitely still improved with the school aspect of things, but I chose not to. And, you know, I, like I said, I really like my other niches. So that semester there was very, very profound. I got to, I didn't really get to that opening up stage with communion with a lot of people because even though there were still so many people there on campus, I was very drawn to finding my, like, people I already knew and only talking with them. That's part of that introvert energy, you know? Familiar with the introvertedness by chance? Yeah. Did you run through that like through most of your school life? Half and half. So, what was the extroverted half throughout school life?
1: I tried to be friends with everyone. Okay. Like, it, it didn't matter what the status you had. Uh-huh. It was way easier when I went to Union because that's like kindergarten through 12th grade, all in one building. Yes. And so, like, everyone talks to everyone in every grade, anyways. It was a little bit harder when I went, oh, I had a lot more introvertedness when I went to Minerva Central, though. Yes. Like, I would sit and eat at my brother's lunch table because my brother was there, but he would get up and go play basketball, and when he would, I would sit there with headphones in my ears while I was eating at that table. Okay. I can still sit at that table. I remember one time before I started playing my music back again, because my brother had just left, his friend Nick, who actually ended up being my friend, too, was like, why does this girl sit here every day with headphones in instead of talking to us? Like, I told and I did. just, I don't know, I just didn't feel comfortable. Uh, everyone at that school really judged people really hard. Okay. And and maini- mainly, like, the people who were the most popular, I guess you would say, yes. um, had, like, family. Their mom went there. Their grandmother went there. Like, they had heritage there. Like, all the teachers knew them. You know what I mean? That is
0: very different. I didn't they know. They all that.
1: played sports. Their dad played basketball, too. Their mom played softball, too. Like, Whatever.
0: So was it like a family line within the school? Yeah. Okay. And so so
1: anybody that came, and then Muncie schools got closed. Yes. And that, the population there was a lot of like uh, Caucasian, and when the Muncie schools got closed, a lot of other um, cultures came into the school Uh and were getting in fights with everyone else because they weren't used to each other, you know what I mean? They would say rude things or racist things, and it would just turn into fighting. That was a little bit before I came. Um, so, but I heard about it from my brother because my brother graduated from North Central.
0: That is very but, unique. But yeah. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I want to get yeah. on to probably accelerating a bit through the college times so I can get on to the why to it because it's always interesting in you know the why. But that was my second semester, my first semester there at IUPY, where I took those courses and I was very enriched with the human psychology, and we're going to pull over right here. This is the spot. This is the hot spot. The human psychology, the anatomy of the human vessel, and exercise science to figure out how to work with the human body. The reason this was kind of my niche and I wanted to fortify it is because I was drawn to my body and how to improve my body personally. Some of the, I'd say, human psych, I wasn't very too invested in at the time. But as I did take that course, I will say a lot of things came through to me. Where it's like, this is very different. I like it. And I want to maybe... Figure out more. Because there's just something that's like, huh, you don't learn this through life, but you see it. Right. And then when you can get a clear understanding of what this is, it makes it very like, Well, I could apply this in so many different assets that many people may not be aware of. So that was that first semester there at IUPUI, my second one. Going into my third all together, second there at IUPUI, once again, I took, what did I take? There was another math course. There was the piano I got to jump into piano. Really? Yes, because there was like you know, yeah, it's time to take a few of your own courses, not just the like required ones to get out the way. And piano was something that I was drawn to because I got to take that in high school. I really? took it for I took it for one semester, maybe two semesters in high school. And when I first played it, it's like it was cool. I liked it. I really actually enjoyed it, and I did not expect that. I was kind of like shocked because I had the mindset like, uh, "Bro, I'm just taking this just to take it, like whatever." But I took it, and I fell in love with it. Like, honestly, I, I at this point now, it's just me versus myself. I felt like I was pretty darn bad A to the double S. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I, I was solid. I was solid for the <laughs> beginning. It's like, I would love to have a piano and probably, like, get back into it. But when you start to open up your mind, you'd love to do a lot of things and get into everything and excel within everything. Right. And that is a possibility, too. No question about it. Everything takes time. But, um... There is one of the courses, I know I took another, there was something in regards to exercise science that was a bit above the first one I took, if I happen to recall this correctly, one of the math courses, and there is one that I was not so drawn to, It, I, I know it was another elective, but I wasn't drawn to it, and you see, audience, ladies and gentlemen, I would share it with you, so what course it was, but some of these were fillers. I definitely feel I took electives that were just fillers, like, okay, for the heck of it, we'll take it, because it's this. I want to get the credits. And so that semester, honestly, went on in a way that didn't bring too much of a shift into my life, because I don't recall too much of it at the moment to share, aside from piano. That's the only one in which I still hold to this moment where I feel like that's valuable, because I learned a new thing. Well, I guess I added emphasis on what I learned there in high school, with that being the case, it really drew me to realizing I like that. Because sometimes I question what I like in life. But when I was drawn to taking that course for the second time and doing it, it's like, I want more of this. I like this. This is my natural niche. Playing this. And who says, who knows until I do it, I might like playing other instruments just the same and or even more. So it's like musical instruments, playing that is a form of expression which fits me so well. So... That's one of the cool things about that of my second semester there was the piano. Now, my third semester, okay, this would be my fourth semester because my fourth semester happened to go back to Ivy Tech. And in doing so, what I did once again was take a lot of online oriented courses. I kind of repeated the same thing as my third semester, like in totality there at IUPY, where I chose some classes and I'll tell you, I just don't even remember them at this point. Because it started, I started to drift away from my attention being placed within college. Right. And a lot of it had to do with, once again, I started to become so much more drawn to the gaming and exercising aspect of my life. Like, I would be playing games from, say, 2 in the afternoon to 6 in the evening, 7 in the evening on any given day. I'd take my, like, gym break, maybe, you know, do another thing, like an activity with somebody, and then 12 at midnight to 6 in the morning like, that would be a shift, that's a shift, and if you're going to make a shift out of doing something you do, you can make that your lifestyle, and that's something in which I wasn't too drawn to at the moment until my last, like, six months of almost playing Xbox, you know, and I would never follow through with wanting to try to let me play Xbox because I'm all this, and I'll tell you now, if I did go back to Xbox, I will put an if there, because there was a timeline to where it's, like, could be, but I'm not drawn to... I, I feel like the percentile is very, very... On the most minimal, minuscule, minuscule end... Because there's so much more I know now versus then. But the reason I was very drawn to... Maybe... St- kind of not staying, but... Executing something on that was for the... Podcast. Almost like this. I wanted to game... Do like live streaming Twitch. Become a Twitch streamer. I felt like it would have been... Well... Many people felt it would have been a good thing. I agreed, but never wanted to follow through... Because I was a little fearful fearful. So emphasis on those two drew my attention from college. And you know what? I finished that college semester and it hit me. It finally hit me during that winter break. I was like, I don't think I want to go back to school. I, I really just like, brother thought came across like, what am I doing so far? Like, I don't seem to put too much of a drive into it. So why am I doing this? And as the time passed in the fifth semester of my end was coming to a closer like <laughs> I, I never did end up saying no. I was just like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Like one last time. Like I had no sense of authority within myself, no solar plexus energy within this. Also, I would say some of it had to do with the third eye, with that of a an awareness to how things operate, how things are working. Like, uh, is it an okayness to do this? You know, so the thought in my mind was very simple and bland. Like, "Mm, if I don't, then X, Y, Z is going to happen. So. I began to take that course, and I'm going to tell you once again, this is where, there's another advanced science I did end up approaching, which I liked, because it had to do with more of the science. I think it may have been kinesiology at this point. Don't quote me on it, more of the bodily science, but I want to say it had to be one of those. If not, it was something within that niche in which I liked, but there was a lot to study. There were so many different vocabulary terms, I was like, holy crap. And after I realized that I'd have to place more time into it, it basically activated my switch in the room where it's like, Brandon, you're not, you're not wanting to do this. Just stop. And so that's where I, oh, you see how it's one, 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 one? Yeah, dude. That's why I stepped in the living room one day as my grandmother and grandfather were there, and I had my ego playing this scenario of they're going to judge me if I choose this action. Like you know, it's like. Ah, uh, they might kind of feel this way or that way. But I was like, Grandparents, I don't want to do college anymore. I, I just don't want to. And they asked me why and everything, but they kept it very simple, like, okay, well if you don't want to do it, just, you know, make sure you still are working and, you know, kinda of providing for yourself and do your thing. I was like, wow, well, that was easy. Wow. Not like, you know, you don't that was probably a built in belief system in regards to parents and other people through other people's stories and what I'd see on TV sometimes. And so I held it true to as this is the only thing that happens. So that cleared up for me. And at that point, that was, I want to say, it was early 2017 when I was, like, done with college. From that point on, I got heavy into gaming. I got more into gymming. In fact, I got my social media that still shows some of my, I want to say, spring of 27 until the summer of 2018 gym progression. And I was making a lot. Of gym progression during that time with strength and all like the weight was going up like Ugh! it was pretty cool i mean it is pretty cool i it's a very unique thing on my end because that's where i placed a lot of my time energy and love for a lot of that and my gaming started to get so much better in fact it was call of duty every call of duty that myself my friends us we played because we played as a team unit i began to get into the top leaderboards like big time like I had it to where I was in the top 50 for -for free-for-all before within Call of Duty. That's a big one because Call of Duty is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So I wasn't kidding. When I say I'm good, like, I know I'm good. I don't want to do it egotistically, and I know I could have even improved more because when I'd play that game, I'd play more with that, a solo orientation within the team concept. Like, I know how this works for the team and what I will do will apply. So it's still within the team but I know at the same time I learned that I could hold back some of what I so very much yearn for within my own aspect to bring into more the team orientation that would do better for us as a team with a victory. But it's just oftentimes the solo way the way I played was better for that of the like winning, getting the boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Chicago Bulls and Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is that executor, like, bam. He, he does it, and it's like people are like, how? The Chicago Bulls are only good for such, but I'm not saying our team would only win because of me because that's not the case. It's because of us. There's It's a five-on-five. Five. It's a five-on-five. Five. There's five players versus five players. And I would just say this. I go back to that game, and I put more of the, when the time is right to know it's team-oriented, like, hey, play this more strategically. Without so much of allowing the mind to take over, like, that ego, like, I got this, which is a good thing at times. But to play more like that, there would be a lot more victories and a lot more, like, we got this, you know. There would be a lot more connections developing within many of the players that I play with. So I was so into it, like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. That, I'll just keep this clear. That was all of my 2017 year, like, straight up grinding those. Like, that was my life right there, and I enjoyed it. I loved every bit of it. There was no question of it. No question. And we you know, too, of course, watching anime here and there. Watched a lot of Naruto and was just, oh, in tune with it. And it was probably for a reason that I watched so much of that Naruto. I figured my higher self was probably like, yeah, Brandon, hey, man, anime. Look into it because one day you will be at another point in which you can relate anime and how a lot of people tune in with anime to what is truly authentic, real. And this is something we can get to in a whole nother, whole nother podcast, but I'll keep it short and simple. Naruto. The human body and chakras. You could tie this to many of the ways people practice their life. And you know, the eastern cultures and everything. Because, you know, here from America, it's something that's not taught. But a lot of people work with, like, Tai Chi, Qigong, and so on. Working with the energetic flow within their body. They work with meridians. You know, sometimes they do little needle pins to poke certain things. And you're like, Mm there's a blockage right here. Right under your nostril. We're going to poke it. And all of a sudden, it's like, you can breathe so very clear. Maybe you get... 14 needles in your head and once they're removed it opens up a clear like your neurology is so very clear because these chakra points are so very clear chakra channels and as these are so very clear in fact I know I got a piece of paper hold it let me show you but this will solidify for you you'll get it do you see all these like chakra points and how like it constructs it of a human baby and everything you poke these at the exact spot that you kind of need to it helps flush Things that have been built up within these points. You see how that works, yeah. and when you can do that, you make it more clear for the water to run smooth through you. So that's one of the things about my reason behind probably watching a lot of Naruto, because I would be able to get a clear understanding of it at some point and be able to relate this spiritual understanding, the way I see it, and we all, it's the way I see it, into the anime and being like, yeah, bro, we are super light body beings, and everything that Naruto. Dragon Ball Z does is authentic and real and they're just showing us an extended version of ourselves into a version which we can integrate solely but surely, you know, so I feel like I can really reach out to many of the high school college, those that tune with anime within a perspective that fits in. It's like, okay, I can see that it makes sense. You know, I know I'm keeping saying now I'm saying, you know, you know, like it's it's building on. So that's what happened all through 2017. At the end of that year. This is where the beginning of we're about to honestly shift the life and dropping out of college is for an authentic, honest God reason. And so I thank you. You. Oh, there's a message from the universe, I see. So at the end of 2017 was the first psychedelic experience, whereas my friends and I, through Xbox, Xbox meant a good thing, you see. We networked through Xbox. Like, I think we should all meet up one day. It wasn't my fault, but somebody else thought about it. And with that being the case, we all agreed to it. We all went through with it. Had a, our first LSD, psychedelic, conscious awareness, expanding journey. And it was something that very much opened our mind to, yo, that was rad. Like, the human senses like opened up. That was different than what I've ever experienced, you know? And it was like five months later, did it again. And throughout those five months of it not happening, I was at that time working at UPS. And I'm telling you, As that date was coming across, I was so ready, because this built stress to me working there at UPS, a lot to do with, one thing I learned is, people that are in management, when they see that of their high risers, the people that are very great at what they do, doing their job, if they can keep them, it's not like this for everyone, but my situation, it happened to be, if they can keep them there at the work site, at the same pay rate, and continue to put more on their shoulders, and they adapt to such, they will do that. And that's what was happening to me, that's what I felt. I continued to have to do more, more and more with the same pay. and It's like, it started stressing me out working there. So with our plan as a team, to get together May like the 24th, 5th, when most people graduate or finish one of their you know, semesters in school, it was time to meet up again. So I was like, okay, do I do vacation? I don't have vacation, so you know what that means? I'm done. I just quit working there. I went on to my second trip with them. And that's the one I shared with you where, It wasn't such an amped up trip. Five gentlemen. You guys listen to this now? I personally not recommend it unless you guys are set in the coolest environment ever. Five of those guys in a small apartment room. I'm talking small. like Me personally, I would say it would be the size of my room that I live at within my house. And a bit more like maybe the kitchen included. Or maybe even half of the kitchen included. So it's like there wasn't a lot of space. Especially for five gentlemen. That's like, "Eh!" And so our empath abilities picked up a lot more. We could tune into our hidden feelings and it just did not feel good. And like I said, this isn't a conversation for this at the moment. We'll always emphasize on this later. But that's what happened. And I was just like, Lord, that started me onto that of the psychedelic personal journey. And it led me to the spiritual awakening because it brought me to the realization like I'm more than the human. I'm an advanced, endless soul of a sort that's playing out a temporary human being as one stage. Because then I got brought to the realization, too, that I can make any choice I want in life. And I choose to be infinite within the human vessel because I'm going to upgrade and shift the anatomy, shift it into what it's always has been. It's like we became degraded as a human collective. And so it's like I'm about to re-bring it back to life. Christ consciousness, turn online and beyond, and to body catch up to this concept. Because sometimes it's like you know things mentally and it's like on the outside it takes a bit of time to catch up like the human collective knows star wars some of that stuff that tech is possible and we're starting to come out with some of the most advanced tech cool pieces slowly but surely that are doing major shapes the world but you're not going to always find it on the news you know sometimes these are things where you look up to see what a certain group of scientists are working on around different countries and and so on, and you'll find it, and so yeah, I don't want to get off into that, I'll let you take over, because that was my college dropout experience, and I very much appreciate all of it, because you know what, dropping out allowed me to realize I can make choices in life, I can choose any direction I want in life, that's one thing about college, it sets me in the path, it's a guidance council, almost. but outside of college, you know, it's like, got the open vastness of the world you still do it it's just my mind at the time was kept on one thing so being out of college has led me to so many fascinating things to where it's like holy shift now i'm at the point where it's kind of ground in that holy shiftness to what all is like let's build up on one thing let's build up on two things let's build up on three things because then once these are built up on and they're structured and organized such as a very powerful tree i can limb out all the trees limbs i can be all the tree limbs do multiple things at a time, as long as I'm grounded and structured, so there's that, and i leave the floor to you, now I know you mentioned something about the 7th and 8th grade and being already programmed at the college, so,
1: what's I, up? I, um, signed up for papers from, like, colleges all over, I lived in Kentucky at the time, yes, so, like, I didn't, it wasn't until my senior year that I was like, alright, I guess I'll apply to Indiana University, and that was the only place I applied to, um,
0: what drew you to Indiana University? Their
1: prices were actually good. It was like only five thousand dollars a semester. Okay. I loved that, makes and so much um, sense. and it was highly recommended from a lot of people that I was around as well. Yes. Um, I'm not gonna really get into all the classes I was doing though. I'm just gonna get to the point with the whole withdrawing. That
0: makes sense because I realized getting into each every one is a bit too, not too much, but it's like it's not needed. I'm I. I feel most people get it. They get it.
1: I just, uh, I um, I did this in high school too. I I would come to class high. Yes. Um, on weed. But when I went to college, I would start to get high on other things and come to class. Yes. And I think that drew away my attention from it a lot. Uh, but my dad also got really sick. Yes. And he got admitted into the VA um, um, for addiction as well. And as well? Yeah. Like he. As well. As well as me. Like I, I have addiction. So were you like I w- I was admitted into um, outpatient treatment care. But he was inventi- he was admitted into inpatient treatment care. Like he had to stay there.
0: Was this during your college uh-huh. you were in it as well?
1: Yeah. No, okay. no. no oh, okay, okay, okay. No. I mean like for addiction. Yes. Like I, I had my own thing with addiction. That's what the aswell came in for. Okay. But um he like apparently his liver was failing. Mm-hmm. and they didn't know if he was going to survive or not, um, that's when I was like, all right, uh, let me just let me just stop, you know, with everything I'm doing in my life right now. Oh, Like, yes. let me just stop. I wrote letters to my teachers. Um, and I guess I kind of got to use that as, like, an excuse. You know what I mean? But um, deep down, I really, I just didn't want to do it anymore either, you know? I don't know. I wasn't into it. I didn't like it. I didn't like what I was learning. Some classes I liked. I loved creative writing. And I loved public speaking. And I loved my math classes. Okay. But the actual business classes, like macroeconomics, microeconomics, business admin 101. I failed business admin 101. Because at IUE, you have to get a C plus. Yes. In order to pass, or a C in order to pass. I didn't get a C. I I don't remember if I got a C minus or a D I didn't pass, so I had to take it again, which was cool because I actually ended up taking it with another girl that I went to school with, and she was in my classes, like we scheduled our classes together, which is when I started getting into some of the events they held at college, you know what I mean? Um, Uh, That that was was fun, actually, like the events they had and stuff, like they had an escape room, and then we made tie-dye t-shirts one day, like I think all of that opened my mind up to other things that I could be doing with my life. Yes. Yes, and yes, that is very cool. But um, my mom, after I went through, my mom tried to take me back to my school like three times to try and reapply, um, and I even thought about maybe reapplying for August of this year. Um, no. But I just don't, I just don't know what I would want to do. Like nothing interests me like mediumship at all, and I don't feel like that's something that you can learn at that regular college school. I do feel interested in taking mediumship classes. But all of the people that I've talked to about it talk about the online classes. And like Mm -hmm. you were saying earlier, I just, I'm a hands on person. Like, I don't think online would be, I don't think I would actually be learning or gaining. I mean, I'd gain some knowledge, I'm sure. Like, learn things I didn't know. But I don't think it'd be as fulfilling as the in person stuff.
0: Yes. I'm way through and I get that. That is sharing a lot. And I appreciate such. Now I got a question in regards to you dropping out process. Withdrawal. The wit- okay, your withdrawing process, <laughs> how did this, like, psychologically, like, pan out for you? Because I feel like this wasn't a thing that was just, you turned the light flip on one day and was like, I just feel like withdrawing. was. I slowly that- started
1: missing more and more classes. Like, I was emailing my teachers and letting them know. Yes. Um, and just staying home and getting high instead. And, like, literally, I think one of the main reasons uh, for quitting was the fact that I would be able to sit at home and get high more.
0: I, so you started to have, as like, As awful as that sounds.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. I already had one and didn't realize it. Like, okay. I don't, you know. Yeah. Um And then it just grew into other substances. And so it just, it was a downward spiral. But it, I needed it. I needed it in order to grow and to and to see how powerful I really am, you know? The yes. fact that I've, like, overcame it in a sense because I'll be overcoming it my whole entire life, you know? It's not just something that I've already gotten over. If that makes sense. But it shows me some of my strength. And a lot of it is is not my strength all on my own. Like, a lot of it has to do with surrendering it to the universe and to God and letting them deal with it. You know, like, I can't do this anymore. You guys take it. So I'm not trying to take all the credit and be like, oh, it was totally willpower. Right. Because it wasn't. But um, I don't think I would have ever gotten sober if I would have stayed in school because the stress of it made me feel like I needed to get high. Like I allowed it to make me feel like I needed to get high. So, so that
0: was your way out escape method. And the more you did school, the more you went to these classes, it's like, oh, like oh, you're trying to turn into another super Saiyan level of anger of like, this is not my thing. Cause you were having so much stress already built up in regards to your father's situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So your father's situation, school, and I'm sure school Actually, I don't say I'm sure, but was school before your father happened to have his issue? Was that? My
1: dad has had his issue since he was younger. Since like 12 years old was the first time he drank alcohol and he fell in love with it. But then it turned into heroin and other things, cocaine, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he stopped drinking when he got married to my mom for like 10 years. I don't know if he was doing anything else, but he wasn't drinking. And he's a completely different person when he starts drinking. and then he, him and my mom divorced. He went out to Wyoming, started drinking again. Moved to Indiana, was drinking then. Got sober. Or we thought he got sober. Because yes. he quit drinking. Yes. But he was still, he was doing heroin. And at which and,
0: phase was this within your college, like timing? First semester, second, third, freshman, it sophomore? It was all through
1: college. And my, um, it just wasn't until the end of college when he was like, I went to the VA with my dad. He he admitted himself into the VA yes. um, ER, Okay. and I remember him sitting there, and the the doctor's like, "Well, what do you want me to do for you?" And he's like, "I just don't want to be addicted anymore." Like he was crying, and he was just like, "I just don't," and he was he was fucked up too, um, but he was just like, you know, it was really, it was deep seeing that, like, I don't know.
0: That is so interesting, and now I want to bring this, that of your not knowing and how deep it affected you. I could say this does this to a lot of, many other people as well. At which stage in college was it, to be specific? Was it like your fourth semester? What do you mean? Was you like a sophomore?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So
0: so for your fourth Mm -hmm. semester? Yep. So you went two years into school before you called it withdrawal Mm -hmm. time? Yeah. That's interesting. And this all started to amp up on that of your fourth semester? Mm Mm-hmm. And now what I wanted to bring this up was, before this got amped up on your fourth semester, how'd you feel about while in college your previous three? Did you have any of I went of this... to
1: Chicago, uh-huh. that was fun.
0: Now, but... now, now, did you have any of these feelings come about that are similar to what your father drew more to the surface or brought about within you? Oh yeah. So you were already feeling this type oh, of? Oh yeah,
1: I felt it before I even like went my first day. I was just like, I'm not really that interested in business. Like, what is this going to be like? You know what I mean? Okay, so. what's going to happen? You
0: came in with a bit of the. I just
1: felt the need to do it in order to move forward in life some way, somehow.
0: So, there is the. The way the the rest
1: of society seems to move forward. Okay,
0: that makes very clear sense. So, the this is needed. It's required to move forward. And what I was going to add on is, you talked about not really strengthening out within those business-like niche classes that you happen to take, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Something I learned, I've got the application now, I've had awareness to it over the past year when I've not been in college. Because when you search, you will find, as God has it, seek and ye shall find. There's no question about it. Udemy is an application if you guys are interested. You guys can download Udemy. You guys can find many other apps and websites too. But this application allows you to find courses of your interest to master, to own in on your own skills for such a reduced price where you can do this on your time. Did you hear me quite clearly? You, oh the audience, Brandon, did I hear myself clearly? Like, yo, for what you pay in school, say it's 500 a credit hour. That'd be 1500 for a class, right? 1500 for a class versus, say, something like 100 bucks on the application in which you could come across, say, the same information. Or even more. There might be less at the time, but then you got several other applications you can add on top of that. You could do five apps, come across knowing that entire category of like business for five hundred bucks, and do it when you want it. So it's like, Lord, oh my. Some of these courses in which you know maybe you didn't pass, or maybe you don't have too much emphasis have on. Have you
1: taken any classes on it? Business. On the app.
0: The Udemy. There's actually one that I'm going through at the moment that I've yet to place much time on remember how I talked about hands-on is a lot more proficient like it is I will admit to it but at the same time I have over the past week and a half two weeks been putting a lot of my time and energy into the ubering the Doordashing, the lifting because I wanted to make enough money to schedule out for this venture here because I was a bit placed within that fearful root chakra state where it's like I don't know if I'm gonna have enough money so I've got to get this this and this done I've gotta make sure I have enough money for this venture. The gas, the food, all of it. Because I mean I was gonna time where and still am, I gotta pay for some of the bills, okay? There are bills that I gotta take care of, and it's like if I don't do it, then what's gonna happen? Who's gonna do it? And you know what? I've done this, I got pushed to that point before, and, you know. I allowed myself to get there. Call the company, ask for help, and be like, hey, can we rework this situation? Like, I just don't have the funds for it. And I learned it never hurts to ask because I've been helped many times where it's like, I'm not being able to make this payment. Boom. All right, we got you. We'll put this on a pause break. You can pay for it next month and it won't get added up on, which I'm very, very grateful for because if it was to get added up on, I'd be like, put more emphasis in this part of life to make more money to do that. But at the same time, I allowed myself to say within the field of this is the only way to make money. But at the same time, I'm going to add on top of this because it's very true. The things that I was doing with the Lyft, DoorDash, Ubering, these allowed me the opportunity to interact with people more, to have these more one-on-one conversations, one-on-group conversations to where I knew more about people, the human psychology, and it relates back to taking some of these psychology classes back in college. Whether I'm aware of all the information or not, it like matches things up. Like I may have read that in the book. I may not recall it word for word, but it's like, okay, it explained that in the book, Here it is being, you know, presented right here in this actual world. And so when you take note of the things you do in life, the people you do in life, not doing life, that's (laughs) interesting. So (laughs) the human you interact with in life, it's like all that stuff that you go to school for, you can learn outside. And I very much have learned that. It's like when I go on trips, I learn so much about, wow, this is beautiful. I don't feel like college would have just taught this very like hands on like this. It's great. So yes, we're out, can I can I ask you, like where did this just kind of start from? I, mean? In regards to this part of the conversation with, the college, the outside, this hands-on, because I don't want to get so off track. Audience, I love you guys. I think it had to do with the application. And the fact that, yeah, yeah like, and the, app- the programming okay. too yes. of society. Okay, so that's where it kind of jumped off.
1: From.
0: <laughs> I absolutely make sense. Now I want to get back onto Reverend, where you were sharing your story with the college withdrawing situation, fourth semester. This was a spike, a high over like a mountain range of buildup from your previous three, where you were uncertain of what you were doing, and then with your father coming across as he did, this just added more of an emphasis to stress. And the way you explained it was, all right, since I'm feeling stress, I want to ask you about this. Because you mentioned that of, you know, getting into the drugs to be kind of what many use as an escape route to listening to their authentic feelings. Like, what else were you doing during this very stressful time, in a sense? What do you mean?
1: Besides drugs in school?
0: Yeah, and besides school, too. Did you have anybody that you feel like you could speak to, relate with? actually commune with, like, an, a close friend or two Although to explain your situation? Although there are people
1: that I felt like I could explain yes. to and, and um, <clears throat> communicate with, uh-huh. I felt like I couldn't fully communicate with them. Like, I couldn't open up all of my opinions and thoughts to them. Yes. Because it might start arguments mm-hmm. or riffraff or whatever, uh, disagreements, and I didn't want to completely, like, push them out of my life completely. Yes.
0: So you are under the sense if you share too much of your authentic truth within you, people would kind of be like, I don't like that about you because you've never showed this before. And now that you're showing this to me, I'm going to quote you in a negative way.
1: That and the fact that like, oh, well, I don't look at it that way. So
0: if you guys don't. Flip on the same page, it's like, hey, break the book, rip the book, burn the book.
1: I feel like it's like that.
0: And you know what? I don't I t- know if
1: that's more me or we're getting that vibe from them or...
0: You remember how we talked about the human ego construction? How ego picks up on a lot and mentally holds to it and it starts to create your reality, your structure? That is something, once again, we can talk about in a whole other podcast. Or did we already talk about that our last episode? What? In regards to the... Development of the ego. No. Okay, you know what? That's something which could be totally addressed and mentioned for all you guys listening now. You guys know what the ego is like. Once you start to break this bad boy down, transmute it and shift it. And I don't want to call it a bad boy, but one that's been taught a certain way. It's like, your life does twist upside down. Sort of like fresh Press a bit later. Your life twists upside down. You get to bring more recognition to you. And with that being the case, you know that you are that of I am. And that's very empowering. So... Last but not least, before we will continue another day, your last few days of college, the withdrawals, the emails and everything, whatever, like, what experience was that like for you? And when you did, when it was done and goodbye, how'd you carry on, like, months after that?
1: I don't remember my last few days. I was very joyous in the beginning. Okay. Like, woohoo! I felt free. Yes. To a sense. Uh, but then I didn't notice my addiction back then either, so I didn't okay. see how tied down I still was, um, but I felt very free, I also felt a little fearful, like what am I gonna do now, you know, I don't really remember my last few days of class, and all the emails and stuff, like I remember going to, um, at IUE, yes. uh, especially freshman year, you have a counselor that you can go to that you meet up with, like I think weekly, okay. it might be monthly, Um, mine's name was Blake I can't remember his last name right now but he helped me take care of all of it mainly like he let me know I couldn't withdraw and write letters and ask to withdraw instead of getting um, an F for not finishing the class and you know I can come back to college at any time and he helped me with a lot of it Uh, so I remember that union but I don't really remember like The last few days of my classes and stuff Okay It was really like abrupt You know
0: Yes I get that So then after Once it was all said and done Like no longer was it You'd wake up and feel like Here's school What then?
1: I don't know Part of me I think felt lost Okay. Not that I found, that I felt, I guess I did feel more found at school, but that didn't make me feel found either, you know? This
0: time, I get that.
1: But, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know. I was just, okay. Um, But, I don't know.
0: I'm not knowing.
1: There's also a lot of fog brain from, like, all the chemical use and stuff like that, too. Yes. So, it's kind of hard to explain and how I felt you know because a lot of what I was doing was numbing how I, I was feeling
0: to avoid so it's like you would never have to address like this <laughs> this feeling is right here I'm going to place it right in me because it doesn't ever go away you use supplements you use drugs everything you eat away supposedly away it's like a push force that's what the concept I feel most people's minds are it's like okay I do this it pushes it away but it's like you you accumulate all that energy that you're trying to do away with in you it stays in you and you know what that is being that of mental energy emotional energy that's weight that's a burden that's the weight on your shoulders that you feel that you're holding on to and sometimes it's like I'll be to the Lord and you know what like I said I don't want to veer off track that is our stories of that of our college (laughs) kind of preparation what we went through in college our dropout experience, and some of the things that we felt, we experienced as this was going on, a lot to do with the, I want to say, other people's perspectives on how they would feel if we choose this move, because I know very much, like, it came to me a bit, but at the same time, when I got validation real quick, where it's cool, I felt very happy, so those that are listening, those that are tuned in with this podcast, I want you guys to be very aware, it's your choice, it's as simple as that. I'm going to make it as bland as possible. It is your choice. You do not have to choose to open your book up and allow others to write in it and accept other people's writing, their beliefs, their structures of thought, and that of your life. You choose to do so, once again, that's your choice. And sometimes it's kind of like you've been programmed to be, I'll say it like this, what's the perception of so kind-heartedness to care for all others? But you do so much for all others first. How are you going to do for yourself? Because that's energy. Keep that in mind. The more that you can empower empower yourself, the more that you can really truly help others. So, for those that are listening, authenticate yourself. Authenticate, authenticate, authenticate. Self-love, more self-love, self-care, a lot of self-care, and just self-awareness. And that wraps this up. Do you have anything to add on number 22?
1: Many blessings.
0: That is that is profound. You know what? How about this? Light language. What about it? Throw light language in at the end of this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, right now we're in a very highly elevated state, considering we're in like, I think, 5,800 to 6,000 feet. Something comes through to you, comes through to those that are listening. There'll be a few that get activated in a sense. Really? It's cool. Anything that comes out.
1: Well,
0: there's a minute left. That was my light language. Oh, well, you know what? That's actually interesting. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll give it a quick... Love you guys.
1: Many blessings.
0: And that wraps us up. Namaste. Namaste. Oh, shoot. Jinx, knock on wood. God, that was in sync.